His origins were a complete mystery, even to himself. This was not to say that he was in any way special. He'd come into the world in the usual way, undoubtedly, to a mother and a father, who probably could have come to care about him in the fullness of time. That, at least, was what he told himself, late at night under the stars, when he'd get a little maudlin sometimes and reflect back on everything that had happened to him over the years. His mother, at least, could probably have loved him if she'd been given the chance. His mother. He should have felt warmth and comfort at the mere thought of her, should have felt some remembered happiness, should have felt something, anything. But he didn't. He thought about his mother and felt nothing at all. He couldn't remember a single thing about her, not even what she'd looked like or how she'd smelled, and he worried about that now and then. Wherever and under whatever unknown circumstances he'd come into the world, his first memories, his strongest memories, his happiest memories, were of Amanda. Amanda with the gentle hands. Amanda with the beautiful musical laugh. Amanda with the amazing flaxen hair and the wonderful chestnut eyes. Amanda, who smelled, without fail, of an intoxicating blend of green apples and exotic fresh-cut flowers. She'd loved him, taken care of him day by day for almost a year. They'd been the most remarkable months of his life, and, coming to love her in return with every ounce of his still-growing self, he had been, there towards the end, the absolutely happiest goat on earth. Alas, all good things must, in the fullness and richness of time, come at last to an end. And a few weeks after the state fair, Amanda's involvement with the 4-H program had ceased, amid tears and hugs and heartfelt promises that she'd never, ever forget him, no matter what. The state fair had been an eye-opening, life-changing experience for Midnight, had taught him that there was a whole huge world outside the farm, full of strange and wonderful things, the likes of which he could still barely begin to imagine. And it was the hopes and dreams of one day traveling, of seeing some of that exotic world that lay so innocently, so enticingly beyond the fence line, that helped him through the first few, most heart-wrenching weeks after his abandonment. For as long as he could remember, she had been there, caring for him, loving him. And now he had nothing, nothing at all, except hope and his siblings, Charles and Stuart. They were, without a doubt, siblings, united by that unknowable yet universal bond. They didn't need to be told they were related. To a goat, it was plainly written in their appearance, their body language, and their smell. Like so many families of any species, however, this one didn't get along particularly well. They bullied Midnight, because he was so much smaller and weaker and better taken care of than they. They were jealous, and understandably so, but no matter how much he had argued with them over the months, patiently explaining that he could hardly be blamed for how they were being treated, both siblings refused to listen to reason, only teased and mocked him. They had even managed to make him, though he would never admit it to anyone except in the cloistered sanctity of his heart, feel guilty for enjoying Amanda's kindness and attention, which they insisted he was completely unworthy of. He was lonely but not alone. He was in love but unloved. 
he was surrounded by painful memories and mean-spirited relatives. A broken-hearted animal who barely yet dared to dream. Midnight longed with still tail and drooped ears for a chance to start a new life somewhere, anywhere, far away. And one day in early autumn, his wishes were at long last answered. It was a Saturday, though Midnight didn't know this, as goats have little use for the trappings of time as humans understand them. The farm owner entered the barn around midday, followed by a young, slightly creepy-looking fellow who smelled like ointment and herbs. They gestured at midnight and discussed his failings, out in the open where he and all the other animals could hear. He was short, he was scrawny, and his horns were undersized, they agreed.